Right, we are on uh, the top of Chavav Amun Aleph at the, the new Mishnah. So the new Mishnah picks up where we left off in the sense that it's now going to talk about referencing all the cases that we've mentioned, a number of the cases that we've mentioned before. Um, so let's get right into the mission. The Mishnah uh, begins as follows. V'chulam shahayu lahem nashim u'meisu mutarosli nase lahem. So Kulam, all of these people. So the question, of course, is who's Kulam? Look at Rashi, Masnisin Vechulam, Hachacham, Vamei Viget, Vamei Biisha. So all these individuals who we've met right, in the last Mishnah and in the Mishnah before, uh, individuals who were basically, uh, they were, they were uh, essential in the ending the marriage that existed between Ruvain and Leah, so we had said before that depending on the circumstances, they would be forbidden from marrying Leah. If you were the witness who said, you know, right? so then you're out from marrying Leah because, again, if it wasn't for you, Leah could never have gotten divorced. So we were, now we get concerned, wow, maybe the reason you gave that testimony is because you had your eyes on Leah, etc. The Chacham who's Matir, who wouldn't let her let her go, etc. The, the, you know, all these, the, the person who gave testimony that the husband died. So all those people we had said they are not allowed to get married to uh, the women about whom they testified because we're concerned with chashat. Right? Maybe they were, had ulterior motives when they gave the testimony. So, but all these individuals, so v'chulam shahaylohem nashim, if they were married at the time. Right? Man, again, we, we said that they can't, they can't go ahead uh, and marry this woman who they have allowed to leave her, she was now would leave her original husband so they can't marry her. But what if those men, when they gave their testimony, when they were the, the Tamachacham or whatever, what if they were married already? Right? If they were married already, Umesu, and then their wives passed away. Mutarosli Nasalahem. Now they're allowed to marry these other women. So if at the time of that testimony they had wives, look at Rashi, Shahilahem Nashi, Nashim, Bishas Maisa, Umesu La Achazman, at the time when they gave their testimony or they had the Bezdin, etc., they were married, and then their wives died afterwards. Mutaros Eli Nasalahem. Because now there's not going to be any, any concern about you know, ulterior motives. Why? Right? Again, this is the case where the wife was alive and then the wife passed away. So the point is that, that at that time, the, the man was married. There was no, he didn't make any uh, you know, actions to uh, leave his wife. And then she, you know, it happened that she passed away. So then, okay, so then if that happens afterwards, there's no reason to assume at that point that, you know, again, is it possible he had an alternative motive? It's possible. But the point is that we have to have some type of evidence that's stronger than that to, to forbid they're getting married. So if he, the fact that he was married and his wife passed away, having to pass away afterwards, so that's, that's okay. We, we, we'll allow him to marry her. V'kulam shenisu la'acherim v'niskarshu oshinis almanu mutaros nasi lahem. And what about these women? Rashi says, these, all these women, again, who, who were released by this individual, right? The Chacham, the aide who came to testify, the, you know, etc., all these people. Rashi says, right, So what happens if this woman, after the testimony, etc., went ahead and married somebody else? So that if she goes and marries somebody else, and then that person passes away, or that person, or she gets divorced from him, 
What happens? They can now marry the other, this original man. Why? Maybe get says Rashi. Why? Because again, the, 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 if there was an ulterior motive here, they should have swept in and gotten married. The fact that, that she goes ahead and marries somebody else afterwards clearly, clearly, clearly shows that it wasn't some uh, you know, inside job here. Again, it doesn't mean that we know for sure that it wasn't. Let's just be clear, right? The, the, the point is, there has, the level of chashad has to be you know, uh, raised to a certain level to make us, to make chazal say, okay, now you can't get, I'll meet the forbidding people from marrying each other. It's a very high level of stringency. So the point is, there has to be something that really looks not right in order for this to, to be put into play. So the fact here, again, you know, eventually they end up getting married, well, that's kind of strange. Okay, it's a little strange. But the bottom line is the guy was married at the time and it happened to be his wife passed away. She went and married somebody else afterwards, right? So that, those things, you know, take a lot of the air out of the chashad and that's the reason why uh, we allow them to get married after, after these, these situations. And continues the, the Mishnah, the kulal mutaros lebeneyem o achehem. And also all these women are permitted to marry, marry the, the, this man's you know, son or his brother. So again, the man uh, is the testifies of funny nechtam, funny nechtam, he brings the get. The man is the tamachacham who asks the woman on her husband, um, etc. So if after that happens, this woman is now going to marry his brother or marry his son, that's fine. That, that, that we're not worried about. Um, and the only, the only isser is, is to the man himself. Rashi points it out. In Yasuros, says Rashi. Uh, the, the only, again, when Chazal take this step to forbid her from marrying them, that's only specifically on the man himself. Okay. Um, so the Gemara says as follows. Says the Gemara, Mesu e niskarshu, uh, Mesu in, niskarshu lo. Right, so the, what, the implication right now is that, um, uh, at least from the first, the first line of the Mishnah, which was what? All these women, right? Uh, sorry, sorry, all these men, if they had a wife and the wife died, so then he is allowed to, at the time when he, these, these things took place, so he's allowed to marry the woman who he had freed from her husband, right? So the Gemara said, wait a second, it sounds like it's only because his wife passed away. What if he would have divorced her afterwards? Right? If after this, if, if after this uh, scene, you know, then he divorces his wife, is that the same thing? The implication right now is no. So Amalei of Hill, Rav Ashi, Vatanya, Niskarshu. what do you mean? We have a Brisa which talks about the same case and says that even in the case where he would divorce his wife, that he would be allowed to marry these women, which obviously is much more, compl- much more difficult, right? There's a much, if the wife happens to pass away, no one has any you know, concern. I don't think we're concerned that, you know, worried that he was involved in her death, right? So the, the, if she happens to die, so that's an act of God, right? So like we don't, that doesn't concern us. If he divorces her afterwards, right? So now, okay, maybe the guy was involved here. He, he freed this woman and now he goes ahead and divorces his wife and he can go marry her, right? That's, that's all in his hands. So it raises the level of concern, right? Uh, but the Bryce says, we don't, we're still not concerned, right? As long as, they, even if they got divorced afterwards, we're not concerned. So my answer is, Lokasha, Hada So it depends on the case, right? Uh, let's look at Rashi. Rashi says, Niskarshu lo Right? I might have said right, that the, the implication of the mission is because he wants to marry this, this woman now, so he goes ahead and divorces his original wife, right? Why isn't that a concern? Or, sorry, the mission seems to imply that it is a concern, but the Bryce has said no. So the Gemara answers, look, continue Rashi, Right? 
right? Meaning the, the Bryce that had said that um, she was allowed to go ahead, that, that even this Garsha, right? He can go ahead and marry her. So that's when. That's if already, you know, there was, the marriage was not, not, so, uh, not so secure and they were probably headed toward divorce anyways. So in that case, the fact that he divorces his wife and goes and marries this other woman, it doesn't really bother us because we don't think that the reason he divorces her is because he's going to marry this other woman. Okay. Um, and the, and the, the other side, right? And the, the scenario where we say that Nisgar Shalom um, is why, is again, look around, sorry, back to the Gemara. So we said, right? the, the case where we don't allow, the, um, meaning our Mishnah, who said if he divorces her, then he's still not allowed to marry, that's when, that's if the marriage was perfectly fine beforehand. Then he shows up, he's, uh, you know, asks this woman to her husband, and she goes free, and he goes home and he divorces his wife. And that's when we get more concerned because now, wow, it must be because he saw this woman and he's interested in her and he's uh, ended his marriage because of that. Uh, again, you could, by the way, you, you could say the opposite svar, right? You could say the opposite svar, that if his marriage was already in trouble, you know, uh, we're more concerned that he now saw this new woman and is going after her. You could have said that argument also. But I guess, you know, but uh, this, this is, how, this is how, how the Gemara sees it at least at this point. Okay, so that's, that's, so that's one answer to the distinction between the Mishnah and our Bryce. The Mishnah, again, which says, implies uh, only if the woman dies, but not if, not if he divorces her afterwards. If he divorces her afterwards, we are concerned he can't marry these, uh, these women. Uh, as opposed to Bryce, who says, no, marriage or divorce, and, uh, uh, sorry, uh, passing away or divorce are uh, an opening for him now to, to marry this woman that he had uh, you know, helped get out of her marriage. Okay, now, Gamar uh, has another option. Vibai Seima, Another possibility, Now, both the cases were there wasn't any, there wasn't any, any, any fighting. There wasn't any arguing beforehand. We weren't nervous about the uh, about them getting divorced. Okay, so then what? Then what's the difference here? Velo kasha, and, and, and even so, and that that already is a case that raises eyebrows for us, right? Everything was fine. Velo kasha, had the and what's the distinction? The case where we allow, um, where the the Mishnah says. That if it's a case of divorce, we're not. If he divorces his wife, sorry, we're not going to allow him get married, marry her. That's because he goes ahead and he initiates a divorce, right? However, if it's a scenario where she initiated a divorce, then we're not concerned. Right? Even if again, even if everything was fine, and he goes ahead and he helps this woman get this woman, you know, freed from her husband, and now he comes home to his own wife, and they get divorced. Still, it's okay. Why? Because it was his wife who wanted to get divorced. If it's his wife who wanted to get divorced, so then we're not. Uh, we're not continuing. We have to remember also we're dealing like, you know. The sociologically in the scenario that they're talking about, you know, the, the scenarios where women, want, you know, were, were asking for divorce um, in those days were probably even less than, I'm sure, than, than today. Because um, the Gemara has other phrases like that the Gemara assumes that in those days, especially because of the economic impact and social impact for, for women getting divorced in those days, that women would have preferred to stay married than to, you know, that even with someone who they don't like, rather than to... Uh, Get divorced, so the, the level to have the argilahi, you know, would be, uh, you know, take take a lot more um, to make that happen. But the bottom line is that's the distinction between the Mishnah and the Gemara and, and the and the, and the Brisa, and why we allow in this case, um, why one would allow even in case of Gerishin afterwards to this man to marry these women who had freed, or as opposed to the Mishnah who only allows it if the wife happens to have passed away afterwards. Because again, all the whole point was he was married at the time when he was involved with helping this other woman uh, leave her husband. Okay. Um, any questions? We're okay? Okay. 
Vekulan Shinisu. Okay, now we flip the script and we're talking not about the man, we're talking about the woman. Right, if the woman got married afterwards and then divorced or married and then her husband died, so they're allowed to marry the man. Okay, it says the Gemara, Kasakadaitach Misa Amisa Vigerishin Agerishin. Okay, but the implication at this stage is that what? And we'll see why this matters. That the case of Misa is a case when, right, Kula, what would we say? We say, Kulan Shinisu La Cherim Viniskarshu Onis Amnu We said the case was if this woman had gotten married to someone else and then divorced, or married to someone else and her husband passed away, she's permitted to marry this man who had, again, helped her get, get out of the first marriage. But how did he help her get out of the first marriage? There are two different scenarios. One was that he gave Adus, right? He gave a testimony that her husband had died. And the other cases were scenarios where they helped through Bezdin, right, to, or as a, as a Chacham, to need her, to cause her to need to get a, a get, right? So, the two, so there are two tracks here to her freedom from her original husband. So, the, so the, the Gemara says, and now we said, and if she gets married to a new guy and either gets divorced or he dies, so these men allowed, the, the original man is allowed to marry her. So the implication right now of the Mishnah says the Gemara, and we'll see why that, that might be an implication, is that the case where she married a new man and he died is who? The woman whose husband had originally died. And the case where she is, gets married to a new man and they get divorced is who? A woman whose husband had originally divorced her. So it's like a, a woman who had been doubly divorced or a woman who had been um, widowed twice. That's sort of the implication at this point. Um, um, if, if it was Nisgarshu or Nisalmanu, Mutaro Sinaslam. And in that case, we're still allowing her to marry, again, the man who had aided in her getting freed from the husband. Okay, if that's true, says the Gemara, Neben Nasnisin, the Loka Rebbe. And if that's the case, then our Mishnah doesn't follow the sheet of Rebbe. What's who's Rebbe? The Ikarebbe, Ha'amar betrays Zimni, Havi Chazaka. Because if you if we hold like Rebbe, Rebbe holds that two times is a chazaka. What in the world are we talking about? So look at Rashi. Um, look at Rashi. Rashi says Kasachadatah Misa Amisa. Look, uh, Rashi, it's like almost right in the middle of the skinny lines. Hadikatani bekulon shenisu lacherim umesu kai nami aresha dikatani meis haraktiv haragnuhu lo yises ishto dikatani dimnise sa acher alpiv. Right, meaning that they're lining up the cases. The case, which is a case of, of again, a, a witness to, to death, and then, um, and, and, and what's going to be, and Rashi kind of jumps the gun, you're explaining it to us, there's a, there's a halacha, that when a woman is married to two men, and both of those men pass away, so there's a machlokas, right? We have a concept of chazaka in general, right? Chazaka, we usually say is three, right? Once you get three times, three times is a chazaka. Meaning what? For a woman who is married to, to we'll say, some number of men and create a chazaka, that whenever she's married to someone, that person dies, she has a status as, as what's called a katlonis, that she is, she's not a murderer, but that she is, you know, she causes her husbands to pass away. And if that's true, it actually becomes forbidden for her to marry another man. Why? Because some mystical way, I don't know if it's mystical or it's what they believe was medical, that she's not allowed to, uh, that she might, if she would marry the next man, it'd be dangerous for him. And therefore, she's not allowed to marry, marry a third person, which is a, kind of a horrible uh, situation to put such a person in. But the question becomes, and this is a question throughout 
um, Nezikin also is a chazaka two times or chazaka is it for the third time? Right, that we're concerned about the third time or does it take three times to create a chazaka? So, so here we're saying that if the man had the testimony that her wife, his husband has died, she marries another man and the husband died, he's mutter to marry her. Ah, oh, what do you see? We say chazaka isn't two times. Chazaka is three times. If chazaka was two times, then it would be forbidden for him to marry her because of the fact, not forgetting all these dinim of chashad, just because of the issue of what's called the issue of, of katlonis. So you look at Rashi, continuing Rashi, V'lo amrinan zu katlonis, uh, fine, Meaning, we, we don't say after two times she's considered katlonis because the, the, the man she married also died. Again, the set case of garrison is related to that, to that case which we talked about, the case of the man who brings a get. Again, allowing her to marry the man, even though she was now divorced two times, she can marry the third one, right? Because we don't hold like Rebbe, so continues Rashi, who holds which is later on in Nevamos, where the case is, where Rebbe holds, that the third, by the third person, she's not allowed to marry him. Right, so the point is that according to, according to Rebbe, this whole thing can't even start, if that was the case, because in that scenario, forgetting the issue of chashad, she'd be forbidden to marry this man, because uh, she already had a chazaka, of either that every man who, marry, who marries her dies, where every man who, man, man who marries her ends up getting divorced from her. So you see, our halacha is not, that we don't pass, that the Mishnah is not like Rebbe. That's how the Gemara wants to read it. Um, so the Gemara says, no. So go back to the Gemara. The Gemara says, lo, misa agerishin, vigerishin la misa. Meaning, you can't make that argument that the Mishnah is, that the Mishnah is lining up exactly not the case is exactly that way. No, the case of Misa maybe is coming after Gerishin, the case of Gerishin is coming after Misa, meaning that her sec- this guy may have testified that her husband died, and then she marries someone and gets divorced. Or maybe the man testified that this was her get, and then she marries someone else, and that person dies. And if we're not, the mission is not telling us anything about the question of Chazaka, or the issue of Katlonis, it's telling us specifically about the issue of Chashad. And that's, uh, and that's all the mission is coming to teach me. Fine. Um... Uh, continues the Gemara. The Kulon Mutaros Lebenehen Olachen. Fine. And we also said in this Mishnah that, um, that these women, they, maybe they're forbidden, even in the scenarios where they're forbidden to, the, uh, to this man who, prov- who helped them get uh, free from their husband, nevertheless, they are permitted to that man's brother or that man's son. So, and, so ask the Gemara, my Shnah what about the following Mishnah? Which says as follows. It looks like a mission we said before, but it's, it's, it's a different mission. It's a mission later on in Tzadizan Amenav. Hanitan min ha'isha asar bi'ima ubabita ubachosa. Right? So a man who was nitan ba'isha, right? He was, there's some type of chashad about this man and, uh, and this woman. We saw the language of nitan before, also about a chashad that was, that was related, right? That we're concerned that he's involved with her. So he's forbidden to, to marry her mother, to marry her daughter, or to marry her sister. All three, um, she, he's forbidden to marry because there is concern that he has a relate, had a relationship with this woman. 
So, so the Gemara's question is, but wait a second. If here the Mishnah said, when I have a relationship with, or concern about a relationship with this woman, I'm forbidding to all of her relatives that way, right? Anyone in her, her immediate area, uh, her, her immediate kurva, it's forbidden. So why here? We're here. We're concerned again about this woman and this man. We should say she's forbidden also to his father and his brother and his, and his son. Just like we, we forbid this man to the woman's relatives. So, the because the, again, what's the concern there? Look at Rashi for a second. Rashi says, Usr, it's the second to wide, second wide line. Uh, five, five, words, five or six words in. Usr bi'ima ubita vachosa. Why is that in the Gemara? Why do we forbid her to the... To the this woman's mother or her sister or her daughter, the only concern was the man had, had a connection to the woman herself. So explains the Gemara. Rashi kitim mefarish time al kaman. The Gemara explains there shema laachar sheyises ima os pita tizane zu ima ubeznus kama lo havi mitzar bi ima ubekrovaseh. Meaning we are concerned already that she has he has a relationship with this woman. So what's he going to do? It's kind of like a sick mindset, I guess. But once he's you know interested in this woman, so what will he do? He'll marry her sister, and now he's going to be in the family, and so he'll be around her more, and then he'll be able to, you know, have access to uh, to be involved with this woman. Um, and and Rashi points out, and what about the fact that he's forbidden to her, to her relatives? He's not forbidden to her relatives. Even the fact that if he had znus with her before that he was ever married, that doesn't forbid him to the relatives. That's only if they get married. But the bottom line is, the point is, the the point is like, he, you know, even if he's not going to marry her, because like that would be, you know, too obvious. But even if he marries a relative, so he's giving himself now, he's part of the family, he's close, etc. We don't like that. So if that's the issue, if that's the rationale, so again, you should make the same argument here as well. If, he's in a, if, if we're concerned that, she, that this man and this woman have this inappropriate relationship, if she marries his son, so again, maybe I'll be concerned that, that she'll uh, now have access to him. And again, concerned about that relationship. So answers to Gemara, no. It's not as much as a concern. Why? Nashi legabe nashi shechichan the azlan gavre legavre legabe gavre lo shechichan. Right? The the Gemara says no. Women, the nature of men and women are different. Women visit each other a lot. They go, they hang out, they spend time with each other. So since women spend time with each other, so if the this woman comes to you know if he's married to to, to this woman, who's the wife? Sorry, who's the sister or the mother or the daughter? Of my wife, so what, uh, not mine. Of someone's wife, what's going to happen? So the uh, the we're, we're much concerned. Oh, now the sister's going to be around, the mother's going to be around, the daughter's going to be around the house because again they visit each other a lot. However, the husbands, the men don't men don't visit as much as women visit, and they don't they don't they're not so they don't socialize as much. And if that's true, I'm not as concerned that now that she's married to this guy, she's going to be around the brother. Love Dafka, the brother. You know, the, the two brothers may not uh, may not visit each other that often. The, the father and the son may not visit each other so often. So we're not as concerned that, that that's the case, maybe meaning even psychologically, meaning that she's less likely to get involved with him with hopes of connecting with the guy later because that's just not something that's going to happen as much. But the, the man trying to get access to the other woman, so that's something that's, that's you know, reasonable to assume that could actually happen. Okay, that's one answer. Ina, I mean, another possibility. Nashe de lo asran shchivasan ahadadi lo kapte ahadadi. Gavre de asran shchivasan ahadadi just a halachic difference. And what's that? So women, as we know, that when a, when a, uh, well, look at, look at, look at Rashi, Rashi will say that here. Nashi de lo asru, lo asru, one, two, three, four lines in the bottom there. So it says Rashi, shechiva znos hakrova es ishto gemura 
Gemur alav hilkach lo. Yeah, nashi lo asu shechiva znus hakrova as ishto gemura alav. Right, meaning for example, if if what would happen if this man would cheat on his wife with his with her sister or with her mother? It's forbidden and it's terrible and it's and it's awful. Um, but it doesn't make the him forbidden to his wife. Right, that's one big distinction in the halacha. If a man cheats, he's not forbidden to his wife. If a woman cheats, she's forbidden to her husband. So what's the point? The point is that since since women, right, their their husband, her husband cheating on her, right, is terrible, but doesn't make her forbidden to marry to stay with her husband. So she's not quite as concerned and won't be as as careful, maybe. But a man knows that if his wife would cheat on her on him, that that that's it. Then they're done. They can never be married again. So he's more careful. And again, that's why in that scenario we're we're less you know less concerned. Um, in that case. So that, that, that maybe explains the distinction. Again, why when it comes to the Nita Mina Isha, so he's forbidden to all the women because we're more concerned that he's, that, again, his wife won't be as careful with him or the op- as opposed to the opposite where as with she, there's a concern about the woman to the man, again, we assume that her husband will be much more, you know, uh, much more uh, vigilant, I guess. Okay, so it says, Gemara, Ihachi Aviv Nami. If this is all true, then why is the father not included? Again, all these cases, the case in the Brisa was that if the Nita Mina Isha, Asr Ima, Babita, Ubachosa, right? You're forbidden to the mother, the daughter, and the sister of this woman. Our case, what did we say? That the man, that the, that the woman is permitted to the brother and the son, but we did not say that she's permitted to the father. So why, why, why did that, why, why, what's the difference? So answers the Gemara, no, Lomi Bai Kamar. Lomi Bai Kamar is a, a, a mechanism the Gemara uses when it says like it's for, it's this case and for sure the other cases, I mean it's not coming, it's not inclu- excluded to to uh, emphasize that it's excluded, but because it's like so obvious that it's included, it says the Gemara. The Gemara explains. aviv the buzzes Right, forget father, the father where the son would for sure be embarrassed. Right, the Meaning, but if it's if it's you know the father. Right, we're going to get involved with um, if your father would marry a woman, right? So the son is going to be embarrassed, right? The person should be embarrassed to any of these things, obviously. But if the father is going to marry the woman that you're interested in, what's going to happen? You're going to be too embarrassed to go be, get involved with that woman. It's your father's wife now, right? So that for sure is, a, is, is uh, you know, forbidden. I'm um, oh, sorry, for sure we're not concerned because you're going to be, sorry, for sure you're not concerned. That's why we allow her to marry him because again, uh, we're not concerned the, guy, the, brother, the son's not going to get involved with, her, with his father's wife. But the, the chiddush of the Mishnah is even your brother's wife, the, even if she marries your brother or your son, even in those cases we're not concerned. That's the chiddush. But of course, it doesn't mean to exclude the father. The father for sure can marry this woman because we're not concerned what's going to happen in that case. Fascinating just as an aside, the fact that the Gemara goes into the psychology of people who do really um, horrible things, you know, really involve themselves in really terrible averas and really ethically and morally terrible things. But, but Chazal don't step away from um, understanding the psychology and making Isurim at times and not making Isurim at times, understanding the reality. They don't say, ugh, you know, like this is so yucky, we're not gonna deal with these dinim. They say we're gonna deal with it and we're gonna explain it and we're gonna you know, give, give the psychology of it because it's the, it's the reality of the world, which I think is, uh, to me is, you know, I think, you know, it's not fun to, to learn about, I would say. Uh, it make, almost makes you feel like 
weird to learn about in a certain sense, but it, it's, I think it's, a, it's good to, to recognize that Chazal address it because it's real. It's a real case. Um, okay, let's see. Where are we talking about here? Um, okay, you know what? Let's stop here because we really have one, only have one minute left. So we'll stop here and we'll, uh, first of all, Hajjullah, second, the second, uh, second parak, Yashikach. I won't tell you how many prakam there are left in Yavomus. Actually, there are 14. Um, but nevertheless, we should feel a, a big, a big chizik, 20, 25 blot already, and uh, two prakam along. I, I would say that we're, I, I feel like we're getting more of a hold on this, and I think we're able to handle it a little better. Don't worry, the next mission is going to make us crazy again. But I should feel a big, a big chizik. They finished two prakam already. Uh, you know, those of us learning in person, those of us learning online, it's a, it's a real, a real accomplishment. And in Mitzvah Shem, we'll uh, continue forward. Yashikach.